Welcome to the Veterinary Success Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Douglas. We're going to hit our sponsors here in just a second, then jump into the episode. But before we do, make sure you stick around throughout the end of the interview and check out the show notes for great opportunities for associateships, partnerships, and more. If you're a practice owner, you want to find great people, and you want to list a job opportunity or just looking for certain things that your peers out there that are veterinarians could benefit from, feel free to shoot me an email. Isaiah at veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. I will do my best to get those up at the end of different episodes. There's no charge for that. My role, my job is to connect good people with good people. So with that, we will hit our sponsors and be right into the interview. Have you ever walked into a space and thought, wow, this is beautiful. There's a reason for that. Architecture has this innate ability to impact emotions and perceptions. My friends at Apex Design Build bring beautiful and functional spaces for veterinarians nationwide. Apex is a fourth generation family run company that is fully integrated from the design, architecture, and construction process to help you mitigate risks, eliminate surprises, save money, save time, and reduce the effort on your project. Check out their amazing work and have access to their square footage calculator to help you plan your expansion or new build. Click the link in the show notes for an exclusive offer and learn more about Apex Design Build. Tired of waiting for ownership decisions to happen? Frustrated with promises broken? Enter Innovative Management Veterinary Solutions, or IVMS. IVMS's goal is to grow privately held, profitable, unique hospitals across Canada, allowing you, the veterinarian, to focus on medicine and not the practice nuances. They handle accounting, bookkeeping, marketing, advertising, human resources, and so much more. The plan is easy as one, two, three. First, you come work joining the leadership team for a year to learn the systems and processes, ensuring the fit is right for everyone. Second, you enter into a 50-50 partnership to launch your hospital. Again, you help drive where you go. Three, work together, launch, and scale your hospital. Questions? Head to the link in the show notes for more information, how to connect, and see if this is the right opportunity you've been waiting for. Check out Innovative Management Veterinary Solutions. Find out for yourself why my friends at Shepherd Veterinary Software are the fastest growing practice management software. Hint, they're doing something right. Founded by Dr. Cindy Barnes, Shepard is an intuitive, easy to learn, streamlines practice management. Built for vets, by vets, it works for you and your team so you have more time to spend on what's most important, your patients. Shepard automatically updates the medical records, adds services to the invoice, generates discharge instructions, and so much more. Bring home more stories and less stress. Check them out at shepherd.vet. Again, that's shepherd.vet. Hey, drama. Yes, we do too. That's why it doesn't exist here. It's the only core value that is non-negotiable. Culture is key at Point Grey and Fraser View Veterinary Hospital located in Vancouver, British Columbia, an outdoors person's paradise. Privately owned, fear-free certified practice, the only fear-free practice in Vancouver. No catches, no hidden terms, no negative accrual, no non-compete, and fully transparent. So what do we expect? Sense of humor? We love to laugh, tell jokes, and banter. Be adaptable? Strong team-oriented personality drive and willingness to excel. What should you expect? you love snacks? Who doesn't? We have a staff room filled with a variety of snacks. We've got you covered. How about coffee or tea? We have you covered. Enjoy a two-month schedule made in advance so you can actually plan your life. No nights or Sundays guaranteed. Salary up to $170,000, including 20 to 25% commission. Visa sponsorship considered, as well as opportunities for ownership. So apply today for Point Grey and Fraser View Veterinary Hospital. Link in the show notes. Why do most banks always seem to be impersonal? slow to answer questions, or give you the runaround on getting money needed for your dreams. Enter Panacea Financial. Panacea Financial, a nationwide digital bank built for doctors by doctors. Whether you're a veterinarian in training, practice owner, or aspire to be one, someday... 
Panacea Financial is designed specifically for you. It was started by two doctors who were frustrated in working with banks and so started their own to serve their community. With common sense lending guidelines and fast decisioning, they have helped doctors all across the country start, grow, and acquire their dream practice. Looking to buy into a practice? Panacea helps doctors with practice buy-in loans that are funded in a matter of days, not weeks, or months. If you're ready to join the thousands of doctors nationwide who have declared independence from traditional banks, visit panaceafinancial.com today to see how they can get you started with your dreams. Panacea Financial is a division of Premise, member FDIC. All right. On today's show, I am joined by Adrian Valente, who is the director at Sumbit and is focused on training and enablement. And I would say he's a guru on training. And for those that aren't on YouTube and watching, the envy of the setup, like this is great. He's even got the podcast logo in the background. This is it's wonderful. So it's an awesome setup from that standpoint. And we're going to get into what is Sunbit, because I think for some folks within veterinary medicine might not be as familiar with Sunbit, and that's why Adrian's here. We want to chat through it. And I think at a high level, this is from my understanding from the pre-call, right? Sunbit is something that is going to allow you to pay for veterinary care now, and then over time, make some simple installment payments to give you the ability to say yes, or patients and clients to be able to say yes. So Adrian, thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate the time. Isaiah, thank you so much for having me. All right. So in your words, so I tried to kind of stumble through what Sunbed is in my intro. How would you describe Sunbed? I think you did a great job because you use simple language. We're just helping folks get access to everyday needs, but be able to use flexible monthly payments. Get the pet care you need today and simply pay over time. And this isn't anything new or novel. It's consumer financing. And there's lots of different flavors of consumer financing out there. I think at Sunbit, what we really pride ourselves on is speed, honesty, transparency. Folks can see their options in a couple of seconds. Sunbit doesn't ask any invasive questions. It's just a soft credit inquiry so people can see whether or not they're approved or declined and it doesn't impact their credit score. And that's important to a lot of folks. It's also important to folks that we don't have any fees of any kind. There's no late fees. There's no prepayment penalty fees. There's no account origination fees, none of that stuff. And then for the practices, they really like using us because we provide a lot of training, especially to assist with turnover and other needs, mostly to help build comfort and confidence and how to use it, how to talk about it, how to help pet parents when they need it most. So I think you did a great job. Flexible monthly payments for the things you need today so you can pay over time. Yep. The thing that I found really interesting that you'd mentioned is kind of in line with the transparency piece of it, but someone can have the same credit score, but then get different offers from you all. Can you kind of explain a, what the magic in the back end, again, a little bit of the magic right in the back end of like how you all are able to present different offers to people when they're there and how quickly that is. Cause I think that was something that stuck with me. That was like, Hmm, interesting. The core of that is acknowledging that you're more than just your credit score. It's a misconception a lot of us have when we look at financing today is that the financing of yesterday was pretty simplistic. Credit cards have been around since the 50s. A lot of how banks qualify people is a little bit aged, you know, just simply looking at credit score. That's why a lot of us are in that habit of just putting people into buckets based on credit score. But that's not exactly the full picture. So Sunbit technology uses more modern mathematics, sophisticated machine learning and AI to do a risk assessment. And that's kind of the heart of our Sunbit technology is our little risk assessment engine that is able to look beyond credit scores to gather more data from other databases like DMV, LexisNexis, all these things that all the banks use. 
nothing special there. But the math we use to figure out what can we approve someone for with the greatest likelihood they can pay it back comfortably. We don't want people stretching themselves too thin. We don't want them having to double dip with multiple financing options. We really want to help folks with honest and transparent solutions, but done in the right way. And the way we do that is by customizing every single offer for each person. So if you and I had the same credit score, there's a lot more to us than just that number. It's one out of a thousand data points we're looking at. So you may get much better numbers than me, but perhaps whatever I get actually fits my budgeting needs. It's very interesting when we look at how customization allows people to change the conversation from affordability to options. Yeah. And then can you talk a little bit about the idea of the approvals? Because I think most people will be familiar with the big well-known name in the space, and there's a little bit of a difference there between both of you. And I think you even mentioned, you know, it's more of a compliment, not necessarily a direct competitor, but I think the approval yeah. amounts is, is really interesting because again, one of the big struggles I think in veterinary medicine is you charging what you're worth and then feeling okay to allow people to then choose how they want to pay and not being like, oh, well, it's not really that price. It's actually this price because it just kind of degrades and takes away a lot of the, I think the time and energy and work that was put into education and, and what you provide. So yeah, long rambling question there, but kind of back to the approvals, I think is really interesting. Yeah. When you look at all merchants in this country that have offered financing beyond vet, we're talking every industry, traditionally you see credit cards, right? Or maybe some kind of loan, whatever it might be, but traditional financing will decline about half the people who apply. And a lot of that old legacy financing will usually do a hard credit check or hard inquiry during that application. So even if folks are getting declined, it's dinging their credit score. This is why so many people are so sensitive to the application process for financing, because usually it's clunky and cumbersome. It asks invasive questions. A lot of people get declined and there's typically a hard credit inquiry. So there's just a lot of baggage that comes along with that. With Sunbit, because we're customizing all the offers and it's not a one size fits all, Sunbit approves over 90% of people who apply. So nine out of 10 folks are being told, yes, here's what you have access to, which is delightful, especially when you consider so many people are getting declined by legacy financing options. They can't get bank loans, can't get credit cards, and yet we're able to say yes to them with fair, honest, transparent rates with no fees. That's delightful for the staff to be able to offer it with confidence. And then knowing that even if you get declined, it's okay because there was no hard inquiry. So it's not dinging your credit score. It didn't hurt to check. Yeah. And I think the natural skeptical person is going to say, okay, Adrian, all this stuff sounds great, right? There's got to be a catch. So one thing that stood out to me was this idea of the logic of some sort of pay today. Is that a part of it? And I think that's an interesting element, but how is Sunbit able to approve and do more, still get paid back? Because I'm guessing you all are still a for-profit company, right? Not a nonprofit. So you have True. to make money somewhere. How? Like, is it part of just the machine learning, the AI piece of it to just take a better look? I'm sure the answer is like, well, it's a lot of things, but I'd love to hear your thoughts <laughs> yeah. on that. I love this question. You know your stuff. You've been looking up Sunbit. This is great because to put it simply, the logic is steeped in discipline and having a little bit of skin in the game. When we look at how to do payment plans, 
And then we're customizing these payment plans for people and there's no fees. We need to strike a little bit of balance. So the merchants pay what's called a merchant discount fee, right? Just like you do to a credit card company or anytime there's some sort of transaction fee. And that helps to mitigate some of the risk and also keep the rates lower for patients. So pet parents have an opportunity to get financing with fair, competitive, low rates, and the practice balances that out a little bit. You know, in other industries where the margins are very slim, a lot of the merchants want to pass all the fees to the customer, which can make rates balloon and stuff. So one is balance. So there's an APR a little bit for the customer, pet parent, and then there's also merchant discount fee for the merchant. So that's fair. Then the other aspect is discipline. And what you were alluding to, which is the amount due today, there's always a little bit due at checkout, whether it's a dollar or a percentage of what the total treatment amount is, there's always an amount that's paid today. Now, there's a lot of other financing options that don't do that. They don't believe in down payments or any of that. No payment due for 30 days, no payment due for 90 days which is fine if those companies can make it work for them. But the data shows us that repayability is hindered when you start doing things like that, where there's deferred interest traps. Sometimes you see this with other financing where, you know, hey, you get 0%, no interest in quotes, because it's for a time frame, which can be misleading because the interest is still accruing over that time. If you don't pay it off within that promotional period, a lot of folks are faced with a tidal wave interest that's been accumulating. In fact, there was a study recently that showed 50% of people in those deferred interest promotions are not able to pay it off in time. And a lot of times feel like they were misled. So at Sunbit, there's no deferred interest traps. We have a little bit of discipline built into the process by asking for an amount due today. And then the next payments due 30 days from today. And then, you know, every month thereafter. But the beautiful thing is that we have an amazing customer care team based in Las Vegas. Like we don't outsource collections or support or anything to a third party. It's all handled internally by our U.S. call center operations in Nevada, which we're very proud of. So when the vets call us or a vet tech needs help or a patient reaches out, they are talking to uh, Sunbit employees in Las Vegas, which, which we're really proud of. So I hope that makes sense. A little yeah. bit of uh, math, logic, and discipline to do this in a healthy, transparent way. Absolutely. What are a couple things, maybe it's one, maybe it's two things that would surprise either myself or a listener about Sunbit that's not maybe well understood or maybe it is misunderstood. Anything come to mind? Yeah. Have you ever heard of a sun beast? Does that term uh, or phrase ever come up? No, I don't think I know this. So we take great pride in our training and certification programs at Sunbit, something I've been building since 2016. I was on the road for four and a half years just teaching people this stuff face to face. And then COVID kind of changed everything where we have an amazing partner success team at Sunbit, folks that are out in the field, folks that are in our office, our headquarters in L.A., engaging with a lot of our veterinary partners remotely and face to face. But I created our webinar platform. Now we do live weekly webinars and our community has grown quite a bit. So if you are trained and certified on Sunbit technology, you are a sun beast. And since 2016, we've actually certified over 108,000 sun beasts at over 18,000 locations nationwide. So when folks get trained on Sunbit, sure, you have payment plan technology available. That's very easy to use. It proves a lot of folks. But for the vet techs, the practice managers, the folks actually working they have access to this huge community where now there's a Sunbeast mobile app to help access a knowledge center, rankings, 
tips. I have little videos that are called sun tips or like 60 seconds or less on a variety of popular training topics. And we actually just did an award ceremony a couple of weeks ago, our annual Sun Beast Awards. So it's this really great added value for a lot of the employees who go through the training. Cause you know, yeah, the doctor brings on Sunbit, signs a contract, pays for it, but it's ultimately the staff, the folks who are working with patients face-to-face to help pay for the bill. These are the people who get trained and certified. These are the sun beasts. This is the community we focus so much effort on to not only help them make their day-to-day a little bit easier, but also have some fun in the process. What do you think is the stumbling block or the biggest challenge to like implementing Sunbit? I'm sure not everyone that's reached out to you, maybe they've gone through training, maybe they haven't. Like it doesn't always work, right? What are the things that have tripped people up or caused issues where it's like, maybe this isn't the right fit? It's the social skills, how and when to offer financing. This is such a big topic that I actually have a continuing education course for CE credits I do in dental on this exact topic. How and when do you present financing to patients? It doesn't matter if I'm talking to a vet clinic or an optical practice or a dental office. The patient journey is often nearly identical. So when I work with a lot of vet techs, the question comes up, I get it. The technology is easy. There's clearly a need for this because, you know, in 2019, before COVID, it was reported that 40% of Americans couldn't put together $400 for an unexpected expense. And then last month, it was updated to show that now it's 67% of people can't put together 400 bucks. And when you start getting into really deep, sensitive, emotional topics, about pet care, economic euthanasia. And I've been having these conversations a lot where how can we help alleviate the financial stress and burden for pet parents? And the key comes down to how you position your options when you bring it up and to avoid any sort of sticker shock moments. What I mean by that is in many industries, we've been taught that cash is king, that practices, doctors, they want to get paid in full cash. They want to avoid paying any fees. But that puts a lot of folks at a disadvantage who either don't have the cash, maybe hoarding the cash for something else, which we're now seeing more than ever, but not understanding the true needs of some folks that may be a bit more financially challenged. Lending Club had a report recently that said a a third of people earning a quarter of a million dollars are living paycheck to paycheck. Like people earning six figures still living paycheck to paycheck. The affordability crisis isn't getting any better. So what I often work with, especially with practice managers, vet technicians, is to bring up options early and often. Get ahead of those moments of sticker shock where we're only discussing options after you've presented a bill and they ask for assistance. That's tough for folks. And financing, as much as we don't like to admit it, is a very emotionally charged subject because of all the baggage it comes with for each of us individually, the difficulty in talking about it and and actually having the conversation. So most of my coaching is really focused on the tenets of keep it simple, offer it early and often, get ahead of it, weave it through your office workflow. So at every patient touch point in their journey with your practice, they understand what their options are. So by the time the bill arrives and they're forced to make a decision right there in the room, in that moment, they're prepared. It's not a surprise. They're not scrambling with options in a condensed time frame under pressure. And The best way to help practices help more pet parents is to broaden that access to care by giving more options. So it's the talk tracks, soft skills. 
If you're struggling to attract new staff or your team is experiencing burnout, pick up your phone and call Guardian Vets. Through virtual team solutions like after-hour triage, daytime virtual receptionists, callbacks, and telemedicine, Guardian Vets can help you have happy staff, happy clients, and a thriving business. Go to www.guardianvets.com and check Veterinary Success Podcast in the Where Did You Hear About Us section to get a free consultation and receive 50% off your first month of service. Don't wait. Check out guardianvets.com now. Kind of weaving it through, I know a lot of hospitals and clinics will have, hey, this is our payment we take on our website, which sure, okay. Maybe someone goes and checks that. A lot of people aren't going to pay attention to that. They're not going to remember. Maybe it's in your emails, right? That probably could be helpful. These people can see like, hey, these different options are highlighting different things. Are there any other creative ways that you've seen clinics, hospitals, whether it's inside of veterinary medicine, outside of veterinary medicine, kind of weave that into the, the journey that's been really successful? I love the way you started that because I always begin with our, you know, what's your digital presence? Let's start there before I even step foot into the practice, you know, what's available. So social media also is a big one. Yep. We see more and more practices doing Instagram reels and TikToks and having fun with it. In fact, if you were to, you know, hashtag sunbit on Instagram and TikTok, you'll see some really fun stuff from different dental practices. There was actually a dental practice that did a rap song about sunbit on their social media account to announce they had it. The other thing that practices can do is also think about any communications that are going out to pet parents before the appointment. So perhaps if there's any templates for text message reminders, email newsletters or email reminders. And I, actually, this ties into another topic I'm running into a lot, which is how to deal with cancellations and no-shows. This has been a bigger increase than ever because COVID made us all a lot more comfortable flaking on stuff. But there's also the cost issue, which is also playing into no-shows and cancellations. So this also helps curb that issue because if folks aren't showing up because of cost, concerns, and fears, if you let them know what your options are ahead of time, and this is why some practices that have some, but what they do is they look at all their appointments for the day. And in the morning, when they send out their appointment reminders or do phone calls, they will send out what are called pre-qualification links. So folks can see what they're approved for from their own device before they even walk in. Arming them with the information, empowering them with the ability to look us up, check out reviews, see what you're approved for. You can even put in dollar amounts to just play around with your monthly payment options to see what those look like. And that way, when you arrive, you're ready to go. Going through some of the technologies even faster because you already got pre-qualified. So they can actually uh, put in final costs and rock and roll on what they need. So think about your physical presence too. Like what's actually in the lobby? What's in the operatory? Do you have a coordination office where you discuss any procedures or surgeries away from the receptionist desk, any place where patients are going to spend time and looking at things. Sunbit actually provides a tremendous amount of complimentary marketing materials and even monthly payment example charts that can be on display. So folks can actually have an easier time planning and budgeting for the treatment recommendations that's being made to them. And I think it helps remove awkward conversations like you talked about where it's like last minute rushed and you feel like, Ooh, well, yeah. So, okay. If you're wondering, like, you see, you're kind of nervous, like here's this other option. If they get it in advance, they see it and it's more, I don't necessarily want to say passive, but if it's in a way that it allows them to do it on their own terms without someone there hovering, I mean, it makes sense, right? We all don't want someone judging us, right? Like that is innately um, there for everyone. And so if you have the ability to look, review, go through things, make up your mind that if, hey, if it comes to something where I'm not sure what's wrong with Rover and I go in and it's way worse and it's like, ooh, I didn't think it was going to be 
that much. Now I know I can at least say yes, because it is important and something I want to do, but without wondering or having awkward conversations from that standpoint. Because yeah, you don't want to put your team in a spot where they have to deal with that. And then you're like, oh, I'm gone. Like you guys deal with that. Because I think that that makes it tricky. But communication just in general, in the way communicating all kinds of everything, whether it's a treatment plan, whether it's payment options, I think that's a skill set that is sorely needed, not only in vet med, but across the board with probably a lot of the businesses that you work with. Yeah. The other challenge, in addition to trying to address, you know, how do we make this part of our workflow, our day-to-day, which is always a team effort. And we find that if you weave it throughout the journey, it makes it a lot easier for everyone. You know, it takes a lot of the pressure off the parents, takes a lot of pressure off the staff. But then there's also this education that's required to help people get out of bad habits, old misconceptions. For example, sometimes personal bias gets in the way of things. A great example of this, we had a vet practice where that was with us a couple for a couple of years. And after a while, the doctor reached out to us and said, you know what? I don't know if I really like having this anymore. And we were like, why? He goes, I don't know. It's this whole down payment thing, this amount due today that I think it's too high. I don't think it's necessary. And, you know, just like I talked with you, we talked about, well, that's the thing that helps us approve a lot more people, including subprime patients that normally would get declined by other financing. You know, if they can pay a little bit today, we can approve them and hey, we can get the treatment done, you know? So what we did is we looked at the data and we have a, what's called our summit partner portal. It's a dashboard. So every partner of ours has access to all their information. They can see their approvals and all that data. They can see how many transactions are doing all this wonderful, wonderful info that provides actionable insight. We looked at it and we said, okay. We're going to look at your highest down payments that were required for your pet parents that were applying. And we looked at all of the prime and super prime patients, the people with high enough credit scores that they could get any financing they wanted. Half of them ended up using Sunbin. Okay. So then we looked at subprime patients, you know, people under a 680 credit score, and they had the higher down payments because they're riskier to approve but we're approving them. And that's what really matters. We're not just declining them outright. And we found that every single person that got approved used it. And the doctor was surprised by this because from the doctor's personal perspective and bias, didn't believe in that being a good option for him, but that doesn't mean it's not a good option for other folks. And this actually ties to a legal compliance issue. And I talk about this quite a bit. There's something called the Equal Credit Opportunity Act to ensure that businesses don't profile and discriminate against customers or pet parents for any reason whatsoever. So if staff are sitting there going, ooh, I'm not going to offer to this person because they look pretty wealthy, that's illegal. You can't do that. You also can't look at someone and go, oh, I bet they're going to struggle paying the bill. I got to make sure I leverage financing with this. No, 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 no. You can't do any of that. The Target Corporation got sued years ago for this. And I don't know if you've gone to a Target recently, but they're pretty adamant about offering that red card, that credit card to you. But you got to offer it to everybody every time. It's a legal compliance issue. And it also helps generate awareness. Because when I have practices tell me, oh, well, you know, I only offered if somebody asks me for it. My response is, how do people ask for something they don't know exists? Exactly. This actually brings up a fun analogy I use sometimes in training. Do you have Arco gas stations where you live? We don't. Are you with Arco? Uh, so it's I not actually in every state. So Arco is kind of famous because they're cheaper, but it's cash only, no credit cards. 
I'm going to date myself a little bit, but in 1982, they had this famous commercial where Arco blew up a big credit card out in the desert. That's big Arco credit card blew it up. And they said, we're not accepting it anymore. This is going to save you a couple cents per gallon at the pump. So growing up in California, 80s, 90s, 2000s, if I had cash, sure, I went to Arco, but many times I would avoid them because I only had a credit card. Now, a couple of months ago, I'm driving down the freeway and I see a billboard from Arco. And I kid you not, as I'm driving to our office, I see it says, are you seated? Good. We now accept credit cards. I'm driving by like, what? And I get to the office. I race to my computer. I check their website. Huge. Like credit cards are here. We now take credit cards. Every Arco I drive by, big banners. So in training, when I'm talking about why it's important to offer financing, I ask this question. Why after 40 years would Arco gas stations start accepting credit cards and then make a big deal about it and market it to you? Because people aren't going to do something they don't know is an option. I would have continued my life not knowing Arco, even took credit cards, and would have continued to avoid them if I didn't have cash in my pocket. And it's the same reason why we teach every patient every time. Every pet parent needs to know what their options are. If you don't tell them, you're doing them a disservice because they don't know what Sunbit is. Most people haven't heard of us because we don't spend money doing marketing to the public. A lot of our dollars are really invested in the training that we do for the merchants, the marketing we provide them to help them really own it, to take control of how their practice markets these options. But we try to make it as easy for them as possible. You know, we got a big toolbox of cool stuff to help with all of this, whether it's training, marketing, or enablement. So I just learned something. I had no clue what Arco was. So that's fascinating. The fact that they are finally now accepting credit cards. That's wild to me. It is. Wild. Huh. In this day, for like a bit, and they're not in every state, but Arco, you know, they're in a lot of places. But it's funny now when I go to, to Arco, it is cheaper if I, you know, still use my in cash instead of credit. But I'm sure. at least now I have the option. Yeah. Interesting. Let's talk about integrations. And so I'll give a plug. Now they are a podcast sponsor, but you all just integrated with Shepard, which I think is awesome. Today. Just last week. Yeah. So if there aren't integrations, how does it work? with leveraging Sunbit when you have like kind of your normal operations, let's say with your PIMS or your normal payment processor, like how does the, give me a little bit of a nuts and bolts if high level, if you want from that standpoint. Yeah. Summit technology has evolved quite a bit over the years. And one of the things we're doing with our vet partners is bringing Summit technology into the everyday tools you're already using. So instead of bringing on something new, Another thing you have to log into, where can we meet you and patients where these touch points already exist? And that's some of the platform integrations. So the Shepherd one is very exciting. I'm actually working on a video for them this week. Uh, one of my son tips <laughs> on Shepherd mm -hmm. Vet. Also a uh, shout out to Weave. Those are currently the two premier platforms where you can find Sunbit integrated for Vet. We have other ones coming very soon. I can't say their names yet, but we do have more integrations lined up. But the goal here is really there's two sides to an integration. There's the stuff that employees see. So practice managers, office managers, receptionists, vet techs, whoever's managing the PMS, or dealing with the Shepherd system directly, they're going to see things like, for example, if one of the patients happens to get pre-qualified on Sunbit, they're going to be able to see that information. They can rest assured that Sunbit will be automatically integrated as a payment method whenever invoicing takes place. But then that actually brings us to the pet parent view. Now, the pet parent view, 
whenever they're provided any information regarding what's called pre-qualification. So this is great if an estimate or invoice is provided where before they actually pay, the software will actually prompt a pet parent to say, hey, would you be interested in care now, pay over time? Click to see your options. And like we were talking about earlier, it's just a soft credit inquiry doesn't impact your score no matter what happens. That way, folks in a couple of seconds with very minimal information can see what their full treatment power is with Sunday. And once those pre-approvals happen on the vet practice side of it, they actually see that information. Very powerful. And by the way, all this is happening without any conversations taking place, really helping to ease a bit of the stress. And by the staff having visibility through Shepard, to see what are folks getting pre-approved for, you know, how am I sending these links out? How are we tracking it? And also seeing higher conversion rates because you're giving people options. We're seeing more people expanding on what they need, not just the bare minimum. Even folks that may struggle with major treatment or surgeries where they can't pay for it all today, maybe we can look at it in phased treatments or phased approaches. There's a lot of flexibility there, even with using split tenders on their payment methods, because, you know, legally you got to treat all your payment methods the same. So you can do things like split tender. But anyways, to get back on track here, the key with integrations is to just make it simple and ingrained in what's already happening with estimates, invoicing and payments, and then ultimately reporting. Perfect. What haven't I asked about Sunbit or that you feel is important just to share? And so, yeah, the laugh is like, okay, how much time do you have, Isaiah? But give me thing that is top of mind on Sunbit that I haven't asked that is super important. You've been asking stellar questions, which touch on a lot of our core training topics, the things that people want to learn more about. And I guess the last thing to sprinkle in there, at the end of the day, we're not a bank or a financing company. We're a technology firm run by math nerds who believe we can do this better. Our CEO, Rod Levertov, tells the story about what prompted or sparked the idea for Sunbit. And it was when him and his family, his, his wife and children, emigrated from Israel to the U.S. and they were shopping at Costco. And they were encouraged to sign up for a credit card. At the time, was Costco doing Air American Express? I think now it's Visa. But at the time, lengthy application, asking invasive questions, not really understanding how this all works, but sounded interesting. You know, our credit system in the States is very unique to the U.S. You don't really see it in other places. So even folks born here struggle with understanding our credit system and how all that works. But after waiting 20 minutes... At Costco for an answer, found out he was declined, found out he got a hard credit check and it dinged his credit score. And then also having all that explained to him, it was embarrassing. It was frustrating. It was humiliating. And this resonates with a lot of people to be declined. Even if it's as simple as your debit card declining you, rejection stings. And especially when you've spent all that time asking evasive questions, answering all these questions and to just be told no and to be hurt in the process, all he could think about was there has to be a better way to do this. And then technology caught up to the idea. And that brings us to 2016. And Sunbit launched in a lot of different industries in Southern California to find our footing. And what we found was the industries that have the best repayment rates turn out to be local everyday needs, non-Amazonable services. And we have found that Sunbit can now hyper-focus on local everyday needs like car service, optical care, dentistry, and veterinary care. 
And these are things that our grandchildren will continue to have to physically go somewhere for. And the thing is, you know, you go shopping online and you see monthly payment options everywhere. Buy now, pay later, installment payments, four easy payments or whatever. But local everyday needs are underserved. You got pet parents walking into their vet clinic expecting to have options like that and they don't. I often tell practices, I'm like, the other reason you want to tell everybody you have Sunbit is because it's a competitive advantage. It's a key differentiator between you and other practices out there. You know, in your last podcast episode, you gentlemen were talking about kind of the differences between the small independent versus kind of the big hospitals chains, you know, kind of what's happening in the industry. And for a lot of the smaller independents that can move quickly on adopting new solutions can have the advantage over the larger, slow moving organizations. So if you have the right tools, we got to make sure you're saying the right things to help folks do what really matters, get the pet care they need now and not have to stress about paying for it all today. I hope that folks listening can hear that what we're doing matters, that I stick around at Sunbit no matter how hard the job gets, because when folks see their approvals, when they are told yes, when they have someone there to give them options in a time of need, and you watch how emotional people get, that's why I do this. You know, I don't have money flowing out of my pockets. I had a lot of debt before I started working at Sunbit, and being here made me smarter because the way our technology operates, it's designed to educate everyone and do this the right way, to not be caught off guard, to not be trapped, to not have gotcha moments. And to make sure we all feel comfortable about how this all works so we can do it the right way. And we take a lot of pride in that. And that's why I get pretty jazzed about it and love teaching this stuff because it matters. It really does. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is you can hear it. You can feel it with just how you explain the story, your role. So like that's, yeah, it's incredible. So I, I appreciate that in the, yeah, the Costco story is an interesting one because you think about like the entrepreneurial journey for most people is bad experience. I can do it better. And it's the exact same thing <laughs> yeah. for him, right? It was, I don't like this. I feel like someone took advantage of me. There's got to be a better way. And like, that is one of yeah. the beautiful things about when people do start businesses or want to go provide a service or a good, it's because they think they can do it better. And so good on him. And I'm sure there's a lot of time, energy, money, blood, sweat, and tears to put into it. And it's cool to see where things are now. So the hard pivot, which I do occasionally on the show is as we kind of wrap up, I always let people uh, ask me a question. I prompted you a little bit and you're like, oh, I have this and this and this. Did you narrow down or think through what question you want to ask? I'm a big fan of The Last of Us video games. I'm really enjoying the show and I was just talking about it on a team meeting. So I'm very curious. So what are you watching nowadays, whether it's TV, film, what's capturing your attention on TV? Yeah. So I feel like my wife and I, we typically try to find a show that we both will watch together. And so the one that I can think of most recently is a show that's on, I think it's on CBS, but we typically watch on Paramount because we don't ever watch it when it actually launches is Ghosts, which any show that I feel like it's called Ghosts. So basically it's a couple that buys a big mansion or they inherit it from an aunt that dies and they turn into it basically like a B&B. And the one wife in the, the show, newly married couple. She like slips and falls down the stairs, almost dies, but basically can now see the ghosts that are from different parts of time that died on the property. And they all have these relationships, whether it's the Wall Street bro from the 
late nineties or the Viking that died. Like, and then it's like the story of like, Hey, how they die, but then like their relationships and how they communicate. So there's funny moments. We were joking actually last night, like, Oh, this episode wasn't as good. It's like season one was much better than season two. (laughs) And you run into that from time to time, but it's nice. It's short. It doesn't require you to like be focused and like locked in for every episode, but it's, it's still funny and, and witty at times. So that's probably the one that I would point to. I'm always a sucker though, from a movie perspective to check out different kind of World War II, World War I type of movies. I've always enjoyed those. So All Quiet on the Western Front on Netflix just came out and I watched that, which is not necessarily the uplifting fun watch. Like it's hard. Like it's very brutally sad in spots where it's like, man, what people went through during World War I is just, yeah, it's appalling. It's horrible. But the movie is excellent. And I think it's just a really good glimpse of the stage of how young men that went to fight for Germany, like the, hey, we're so excited to go. We're going to be in Paris by Christmas and just what happens in this group of friends that go through. So if anyone's seen that, there was a movie that came out, I think in the seventies, that was the All Quiet on the Western Front. And this was like a remake of it, but it is excellent. It's a great movie, but it's definitely not the warm, fuzzy, cheery up type movie. It's got to be in the right mood for it. It's long. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So there's the two. There's the light, easy watch. And then there's like the darker, harder kind of human suffering movie. But I think it is, we're very blessed and fortunate where and when we live and what we have access to. Right. So just thinking about technology improvements and some of the stuff that they go through is pretty wild. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that in 2016, I was the ninth employee to join Sunbit. And I remember at the time the technology was on a little iPad that would just scan your ID, the back of your driver's license. And then I remember seeing it and and I tell this story to new hires sometimes where at my previous job, when I was quitting to join Sunbit, how embarrassed I was because I couldn't quite articulate what it was. I, I couldn't explain what Sunbit was, but I know what I experienced and I know what I felt in that moment of this is incredible. I've never seen anything like this. I financed plenty of things in my life, but nothing like this. And I think that spark allowed me to focus on just language, communication, and education. Both my parents are Portuguese immigrants and both are educators, a preschool teacher and college dean. They're retired now. But yeah, it's funny how experiences in this time that we're living in and the access we have is truly incredible. And I think sometimes it's good to reflect on that and just use that as an act of humility to just humble yourself a bit. And like you, our household also has some lighthearted viewing. I think, well, we've been rewatching parks and recreation. Oh, I love that. Um, and then Last Indiana, of Us is our dark I mean, show. There's so parks and rec in the intro, right? There's that big tall Indian that they go through. Yeah. So that's like 10 minutes from the high school I went to growing up. So no I would go way. by the whole time. Yeah. So, and there's lots of stuff cause it's based in Indiana where there's some footage of spots that are in this state. So it's kind of funny. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to watch an episode tonight and that will be my fun tip. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, hey, that's what I learned today. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is in, uh, oh, shoot. Montpelier, Indiana is where it is. It took me a second to think of. There's a crude nickname that it had and I didn't necessarily want to use that that people would call it. So I was like, what's the real name of the town? <laughs> but yeah, there's not a whole lot else going on in that town, but there is a that giant statue. For those that are interested, so they listened and now they're thinking about shows and things that they're going to stream. But for those that want to learn more about Sunbet and get connected, like what does the process look like? Where would you encourage them to check it out? I guess give them a good handoff from here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sunbet.com. It's really the best place to start. Our homepage 
immediately will bring up testimonials from merchants that offer Sunbit technology, as well as customers and patients who have used Sunbit technology for their needs. And hearing those customer and patient testimonials, hearing from actual people, their real stories. And I actually interviewed those people for those recordings, and it was an incredible experience. So I encourage you to go check them out. We have all of our Trustpilot reviews and Google reviews right up front. Read about what people say about us. Read what they're writing. I encourage you to do that. And then on our website, we have a whole section dedicated to integrations for platforms that you can easily get Sunbit up and running for Shepard or Weave. But Shepard's exciting. Just launched last week. Um, I'm actually very pumped to be building training materials uh, to continue people's education as it continues to roll out nationwide. So Sunbit.com, or you can reach out to us through, we have a chat bot and all sorts of fun stuff. Go there first and, and start poking around and you'll find what you need. Perfect. I greatly appreciate it. Um, Adrian, thank you for carving out some time and sharing the knowledge and the information on Sunbit. Thank you so much for having me. This was absolutely wonderful. I appreciate it. All right. So there are a lot of new job postings. I'm going to read through these again. Please let me know if you reach out, connect with anyone, and this becomes a full-time or part-time opportunity for anybody. So the first one is a Central Indiana private practice equine or companion health practitioner, Janison Veterinary Clinic. So JVC is a six-doctor, team-oriented, AHA accredited hospital with a focus on progressive veterinary medicine, quality patient care, and excellent client relations. Four-day work week with rotating Saturdays, dedicated assistant or licensed veterinary technician, Compensation is a base and bonus structure. Lots of benefits, too many for me to list. Bayside Hospital for Animals. Great work-life balance in beautiful Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Minutes away from the beach. Who doesn't love that? No weekends, Monday to Friday, 8 to 5. No on-call or emergencies. Currently a a two-and-a-half doctor, non-corporate, small animal practice. Uh, Lots of growth in that area. Associate position, happy to offer mentorship for new grads. ProSal with lots of benefits, too many for me to list. Newport Veterinary Hospital, Newport, Vermont, growing, thriving, rural, small animal practice with a touch of daytime urgent care on the Vermont-Quebec border, seeking the right veterinarian to enjoy the team, full-time preferred, but part-time considered as well, privately owned, value the staff and doctors equally with clients and patients, core values are integrity, motivation, empowerment, cleanliness, education, and compassion. If you love the outdoors, Vermont's hard to beat, list a ton of stuff for you to do there, and on compensation, Basically, it's bottom line. You can write your own ticket within the boundaries of production. The goal is the forward-thinking owner is reasonable, would love to chat, and build something that fits for you. And so there are open discussions there on that front. Associate veterinarian, part-time or full-time, Fulton County Veterinary Clinic in Indiana. Are you looking for an oasis in the chaos? Do you want to be valued for your individuality and ingenuity? They offer and strive to foster a fun, fast-paced work environment while providing quality patient care, utilize support staff effectively so that the doctor is available to do more medicine and less time doing paperwork. No emergency on call, no after hours, no weekend work will ever be required. Um, flexible scheduling, competitive salary between 100 and 150,000. Signing bonus benefits, uh, too many to include, but one interesting one there as well is a mental health sabbatical. So those are all the offerings. I'm sure there will be more at some point. I'm going to have to say I can't read all of them, but uh, if you have one, keep them coming. And I hope that is helpful. Thanks for listening to today's show. The comments made on today's show should not be taken as investment, tax, or legal advice. All comments are for educational purposes only. You should talk to your professional team before implementing anything. If you want or need financial advice, 
my day job and not podcasting is helping veterinarians grow their net worth. Our team is taking new clients and we are ready to talk to you at any stage of life. Come as you are. I always say bring the mess, right? Like if things are unorganized, that's okay. There's no prerequisites to become a client. Isaiah Douglas is a partner at Vincere Wealth Management. Isaiah is a registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. The biggest compliment you can give me in the podcast is to share it with a friend. Reviews help the show get found and Apple Podcast is the platform that is predominantly used for people listening to the show. If you have three minutes, love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us an honest rating and review. It helps more people find the show. Also, the new YouTube channel is up and I'd love to have you subscribe. Vainly, I want 100 subscribers at least. Lots more, obviously, right? But I get a vanity URL if we get to 100. That would be great. It makes it easier to find the YouTube channel as well. For all of today's links, information, head over to the veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. There you can subscribe to your favorite podcasting platform. It'll be a link to that YouTube channel I just talked about. You won't miss any other episodes, whether you list on Spotify, whether you have some other ancillary podcast platform, please like, subscribe, all that stuff. It certainly does help. I appreciate it. Finally, if you want more information, insights, want your voice to be heard, want to share ideas for content, say, hey, Isaiah, I want you to have this guest. I want you to talk about this topic. Go over to the Facebook group. So you can search for the Veterinary Success Podcast on Facebook or head over to veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. Scroll to the bottom about your host, click on the Facebook icon, and that'll get you in the group. But thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me to be able to see the podcast grow and continue to impact people. So with that, until next time, we'll chat soon.